0: Yvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is Fear of the Unknown actually have joining us in the studio today, Rodney. Rodney is my nephew and I'm always excited whenever he comes to visit us. So we're super excited to have you here today. So thank you. Thanks for having
1: me.
2: Great. So the fear of the unknown, I think a lot of people in general have this fear. We have like a comfort zone, things that we're used to that, you know, kind of wraps us like a blanket and, you know, things from childhood, uh, all the things that we've experienced. So we're comfortable with that, but going outside of that and thinking differently or uh, doing things differently, you know, there's a fear there that keeps people kind of stuck.
1: I hate to say it harshly, but it's, to me, it's like just plain being scared. Like, it's just... People are scared to face what they don't know. Or scared to face their problems. It'll make you feel so much better.
2: If you face your problems.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think people are scared. And people um, are just so comfortable. And, like, they attach themselves to the dysfunction or the the problems. And it just becomes their way of life. Mm -hmm. And they don't know anything different. Or they get so comfortable with, with that that, you know, I, I know what this is, so I don't want to experience something new. Or I don't even want to go through the process of getting to something better.
0: I remember, um, I, I've always been a fan of Tony Robbins for mm-hmm. forever, really. And, uh, and I, I'm not going to remember his exact terminology, but he would put us into different categories as it relates to motivation and I remember him saying something to the effect of um, everybody has a zone of comfort and if you move too far below that zone like you're now uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, let's say it could be your job has just gotten so bad that now you're just like frustrated every day or maybe you've just gained so much weight and you just You know, like you can't stand yourself anymore or, you know, any type of situation that you can think of um, where it's just gotten so bad. That's what causes you to move forward. That's what motivates you to move forward. And he said that a lot of times we'll get that burst of energy to get us back up, but we'll go right back to where we were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even Mm -hmm. though we know we want better than that, so we might want a better job than we have. Um, but we'll do just enough to get us right back to the to same we level went. that we were before. Mm-hmm. And maybe slightly better, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, that's why you see a lot of times with people with weight, like they'll lose a lot of weight really quickly because they're really motivated, but then when they back into their comfort zone...
2: Then, then they just let it all right. <laughs> <laughs> And I understand far as like with the like what you were talking about, like with the job and on the other side of that, you know, when you have, you know, good employers and people that care about their team members and employees, they push you outside of your comfort zone and give you tasks. And I've been faced with this a lot, you know, of things you've never done. And I would say for me, I'm like, I can't do that. You know, I'm like. I've done this this way. I know I can do this with my eyes closed. And then you want me to do something I've never done before, I can't do that. And then for me, that's frustrating every single day, Mm -hmm. you know, because I have to do something different. So I've placed myself pretty much in a box over here because I can do this with my eyes closed, but to think that I can do something different over here, I've actually limited myself and all it is is fear.
1: So how do you get over that fear? How do you tear that box down?
2: You actually, you have to, in this sense of what we're talking about, you have to want it. You have to want to do something different. And sometimes people just push you, you know, and if you take that one step, and it's happened to me many times, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought so it's just actually trying it like almost dipping your your toe into the pool to see if it's you know if it's cold okay it's cold you know but it's not too bad you know so that you're gonna make it
1: i mean we i I feel we all want to be we want to be better and want to do something different and want to be more than what we are Mm -hmm. people don't know how to do it people don't know how to step out that box or you know something new how to how they don't believe that they can feel better or feel happier or whatever the case may be
0: I know I always in the past um, would think of it as being courageous You know, like if you're unafraid you don't have to be courageous
2: mm-hmm.
0: but to be courageous is to do something that you're afraid to do and um, I always envision myself as just like holding my breath and then running as fast as I can. And so my thing is, okay, if I can get to the other side without getting hit, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so that's what I do is I'm like charge <laughs> or whatever. So and there was this song by Pink um, that I really love some of the lyrics to the song. And it goes something like, where there's a desire, there's bound to be a flame. Where there's a flame, someone's bound to get burned. But just because it burns doesn't mean you're going to die. you got to get up and try and try and try. And I always think of it like that, too, because when I think of something that I might be afraid to do, I think, okay, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? Mm-hmm. And then when I think about it, okay, what if that happens? What if the worst thing does happen? Could I still be okay? And most of the times I'm like, yeah, I can get up from that. And so to me, um, Pink's words relate right back to my, own, my whole process. And this is a process that I used to do years ago. Um, really, like I say, I would think about the situation. I almost like hold my breath and then just run through as fast as I could. And um but weigh in the pros and cons and, um, and shoot. If I get burned, does not mean I'm going to die? <laughs> <laughs>
2: So it's just like, just stepping out pretty much on faith and just, you know, letting it happen. Mm
1: -hmm. Like walking by faith and not by sight. Exactly,
2: Mm -hmm. exactly. And that can be fearful. I mean, it's fearful for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, When you were talking earlier regarding, you know, people that, you know, their issues and... Of course, I think everybody, and I agree with you, they want to do better, but how do they do that? You know, from that that standpoint, you know, well, I can't do this because this particular thing happened. And it could be a generational thing as well. This happened to so many people in my family or friends or whatever, so how could I be any different? Um, So it's almost like people need to um, put themselves around that people that have gone through pretty much the same thing and made it through, you know, as far as examples, because, and think about, this is not going to kill me. You know, like what you said, Arvet, of, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen, and being able to process that from that standpoint. Okay, can I get past that? Well, yeah, I can get past that. You know, and when you really understand that, I'm like, okay, that motivates you or should motivate you, To be like, I'm going to try this. You know, whatever happens, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do it. Because I want something better.
1: I think to even take it a step back, it's sometimes hard for people to even acknowledge that, you know, that they need a change or that there's something they can do to be happy or even acknowledge that they have issues. Like, I think that's hard for people to do as well. Because it's like, some people could be like, okay, well, I know, you know, this may have affected me, but no, nah, I'm all right. Like, I I've made it this far. I'm mm-hmm. all right, you know. But really, they're really holding on to it.
2: Mm-hmm. So. They've made the the situation a comfort zone. Right. You know, and it's a part of them, or they think it's a part of them that they have to have in order to, you know, in order to breathe, in order to live. And I I would say, looking back, and I know I've talked about being in a past relationship, I stayed in that relationship um, by choice and I knew it wasn't the right thing for me. I knew that it hurt me. I knew that it took me to a place of, um, I was a different person, but I held on to that because I had all of these thoughts in my head about the time that I spent well what am I gonna do you know I know what this is right here you know yeah it hurts it's not perfect but I know what this is so what am I gonna do without it so it kind of kept me there you know for all of those years until I guess I hit rock bottom and I got tired you know and I've reached that point and I know I talked about this before um, and I think back over it a little bit, it's like all the time that I wasted, but I grew within it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do hold on to that, you know, because it, it's a fear. And it's not, I'm not going to say this is for everybody, but it's not an easy thing to let go.
0: And it's funny, like you said, about hitting rock bottom. Because in the past, when I used to spend most of my life being depressed, um, a lot of times I would... I, I couldn't wait until I hit rock bottom. Like, it's almost like I would, I would make it hurry up and happen. I want to hurry up and hit rock bottom because I didn't have the motivation to do anything about it until mm-hmm. I was at rock bottom. But I always knew if I hit rock bottom, I was going to come back swinging.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I would be like, okay, just go ahead, Paul, so that you can come back swinging. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so there's um so many people that get stuck in well this is how you know my brother was my mom was my dad was and so on and so on so this is how my life is supposed to be so i'm good because i'm doing everything that like everybody else mm-hmm. so it keeps you there so i'm thinking about anything else. why this is you know all my people did this right you know so
0: i actually i still work with a kid um I started working with him when he was like 13 years old. And um, he was like, he was a good, good kid. Oh my God, he was a good kid. And he would just take your breath away. Mm-hmm. But he always said that he knew he was going to jail because all the men in his family had been in jail. Oh. And so for years he would say that, I, I know I'm gonna end up in jail. Basically almost like there's no reason to really put myself out there mm-hmm. because I know I'm gonna end up in jail because all the men in my family are in jail. Have gone to jail and it was nothing that I could say (laughs) that um, Made him change that story that he had for Mm -hmm. himself Um, And he did he ended up going to jail and he was in jail I want to say for like four years and when he came out of jail, he was you know Still this great person, you know, and but he was still all about the struggle like um, Life was a struggle for him Mm -hmm. Um, He was always tired Um, He didn't make enough money to make ends meet. Um, He was probably in and out of relationships that weren't the best relationships, kind of like family problems, just like struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, And then recently, uh, within the past year, he uh, he actually sent me a text and he was just like, look, I'm tired of this struggling. I'm tired of this. Tell me, what do I need to do? And I simply told him. I gave him the formula. (laughs) 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 And, oh my goodness, I would say, I don't even know how long it took him to flip the script, but this was probably maybe in March or April of this year. Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, he is in all kinds of movies, rubbing ebbles or Blair Underwood. I, I don't know movie stars, but... an actor or anything like that. He just decided, well, let me just take some classes. And then the next thing you know, he's all traveling up and down the East Coast wow. in all these movies. Plus, he started his own business. Um, plus, he's holding down a full-time 9-5 job. And, <laughs> you know, it's like all of a sudden he's just living the life.
2: That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So it goes to you have to want it, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to want to change your story. Right.
1: And we get caught in that idea of, of struggling. Right. Like you spoke on before, we feel like we have to struggle because the reward will be sweeter. It's almost like we don't respect a person's success unless they struggled before. <laughs> <or> unless they <laughs> came from nothing to something. Like
2: Right, you ain't been through anything right. if you haven't
1: struggled. We you ain't, know, like ain't done they? nothing.
2: And I think that's a learned behavior also. Because you hear, you know, in older generations, that's what they did. So, um, if you didn't work hard and you didn't struggle, then you haven't gone through anything that 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 defines you know your success
1: right like i I look at my family and and my aunts and uncles, and they're like, yeah, we were poor in Jackson Ward, you know mm-hmm. like this is our story. we were poor and telling me stories and this and that, and they're all of them doing good, mm-hmm. like successful. so it's like I'm looking at it like, okay, so you gotta go through that struggle to come out this way, you know. So, like, it's just a mindset thing, you know, that you got to break from.
0: So we actually had an episode where we asked the question, is struggle real? Mm -hmm. And, And really, like, is struggle necessary? And one thing that I do believe that is good about struggle is that a lot of times it makes us feel like we deserve something good. Like i worked hard. <laughs> I've been through the trenches and so now I deserve my reward. Mm-hmm. And so I think anytime something makes you feel like you deserve something good in your life then I think that's a good thing. So that's um, I'm not going to say that's the only place where I can see struggle is good but I, I do think we need to reconceptualize the whole concept of struggle and is it a necessary end and towards getting the things that you
1: want in life. Let me ask you this. So I've heard before that you don't really know yourself until you go through something. <laughs> or like like basically that, like you don't really know yourself until you go through something or, or you deal with something that's put you in rock bottom. Is that...
0: Well, I think um, in terms of how we typically conceptualize life, True, I, th- I would say true one hundred percent. But if who we really are is the one that's connected to the source of all that is, and I'm just almost charading as our vet, like really, I'm, I'm I'm almost like I'm God in per- person. What is it? Person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, not incarnate. Not in but, but, but like, it. I'm, it's almost like I'm God playing the role of our vet. Like each one of us is imbued with the whole, you know, with our Creator. Um, if that's who we really are then do I really have to get caught up in the details of who I'm pretending to be which is this hurt insecure um, person who's you know just has to go through the run just go through the trenches in order to blossom or could I just blossom you
1: should just blossom <laughs> <laughs>
2: And that's a you know, um that's a whole different thought process Mm -hmm. that majority of people, I mean, they don't think that way. Yeah, the
1: average person you know,
2: or have no idea to um in most families you're not sitting around talking about things that way. You know, you're talking about the the same things where I you know, my grandfather, my grandmother, what they did to struggle Mm -hmm. and if you uh, you hear the times, well, just live long enough. You ain't been through nothing yet, so you don't know anything. Right. You know, I heard that growing up and yeah. I was like, okay. And and I have to be honest, I've said that to my son, you know, that but it comes with experience. Life is going to, in my opinion, it's gonna teach you one way or the other. And um and those experiences you carry on, you know, to teach others and you learn from that and which way you're going to go with it. But definitely, I don't think you have to struggle. That that, that has to be your your means or your manner of success.
0: I remember um, telling my brother something to the effect of that I didn't want to give up my story of, you know, just the drama that I went through in life. And I was like, the reason why is because I feel like everything that I went through helped me to be the person that I am mm-hmm. today and I really like that person. You know, I really like that I can really see people, that I can hear people, that I can feel people and that I have the compassion in me to want to help people. And so I was saying that had I not gone through what I've been through, perhaps I wouldn't be this person. Mm. And um I say, I say something to the effect of, you know, I think my light is bright and, you know, I want to let it shine. And he said something to the effect of, well, we all are lights covered by veils and we just have to remove the veils and then we'll shine. Like that's our true nature is that we shine. That's Mm -hmm. what we do. And just because we're covered in veils doesn't mean we're not shining. We just got to remove the veils. And so basically he's saying that I could, I could let go of that story and I could just shine. I don't have to have a story to shine. And hearing him frame it in that way. Yeah. It made me say, you know what? I'm willing to give that up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like, just a quick example. Like we, we hold on to our story and think that was, is what completely shaped us. Like I always say, I'm glad I wasn't this spoiled rich kid and things like that cause I don't feel like I would be how I am now. Like I wouldn't love people and be given and things like that. Like, you know, that's just the way I look at it.
0: Mm-hmm. But really that's your true nature. Right, mm-hmm. that's
1: just that's who, who I am. That's you are.
2: That's yeah.
0: our true nature and it's covered. we just in veils and a spoiled rich kid, he, he's covered in veils. Right, just <laughs> like know? we are. Yeah, exactly,
1: every right.
2: single person. <laughs>
1: I'll say this while I'm here with y'all. Listening to the podcast and listening to my aunt and Diana, it's like everything y'all be saying be making sense, right? Like, okay, you got to (laughs) change your mindset. You got to do this. Like, it makes so much sense to Mm me. But it's so hard to do. Like, you know, I even have to text on event Like, okay, well, how do I do that, you know? So I just wanted to say that, like, like, changing your mindset is the biggest thing. But I think that's the hardest thing, like, changing your mindset on things. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, like what I always say, you don't actually have to change your mindset before you start doing the work. Like, you can start envisioning today, who do I want to be tomorrow? And all you got to do is spend your time there. Your mindset is going to change automatically because you're going to change into the person you keep envisioning yourself to be. So you don't have to try to change your mindset. All you have to do is think of what you would love the most and put all your energy there as often as you can every day. Mm
2: -hmm. It's that practice every single day, and it becomes, and it will become like second nature that to the point where then you're not even thinking about the other anymore because you're in a different space.
0: This will be a great upcoming topic. <laughs> 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 so, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for
1: having me.
2: Yeah.
0: So, this is Arvet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvetmclain.com. That's A R V as in Victor, A T M C C L A I N E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.